Welcome to the final forecast with me, Kevin Jones. And Deshaun Butler. And our lovely third. Well, yeah, there we John, go, because yeah, John does not, not care yet. about this podcast. John anymore. does not care. Everybody he actually feels like doing uh Doing uh, what do you call those things? Uh, he's sitting on podiums talking to people about the damn TBT that's already over. Wow, you, you know, know what? He's entitled. He's very entitled. entitled. He's very entitled. That's Doesn't go- care about the people. That's what's wrong with America these yep. days. Entitlement. <laughs> but back to our, uh, we wouldn't call it our third wheel. Yeah, we wouldn't you know, call it our third we're wheel. We're a tripod. Yeah, we're we a tripod. tripod. We are a tripod. tripod. Our lovely uh, tripodist. Tripodist. Is that a word? That's not a word. Okay, all right, we'll go. We'll go with it. Yep. Ashley, that's me. There we go. There like we that. go. I like, I like it. it. I like it a lot. I Great way to start it. My intro. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Getting there. Okay, yeah, well, how about your day? How was your day today? It was good, man. Uh, worked out with a WVU great. Not a lot of people can say that. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to talk about it. Great Deshaun Butler. Oh, I got a chance to work out with him. You know, sometimes... No, no, no. You know, sometimes that uh, you don't really nope. get these opportunities in life. Every day. So when it happens, you got to jump on it. And every, that's and that's what happened. Works out he, every day. I'm here. No, no, no. I live don't there. worry about it. I live in the gym. You walk to the gym and go, oh, Deshaun's here. I'm like, that's here. him. Once again. That's him. See him every day. <laughs> So, you know, worked out worked out with Deshaun earlier, uh, got some lifting in and took my usual nap. Yeah. You're I'm, good for a nap. Oh, no. I'm great for a yeah. nap. <laughs> Naps are my thing. You, ever heard, you like Jay-Z? Yeah, I do. Stop falling asleep. Oh, no, That's no, no, old no. man shit. You heard him. <laughs> listen. You, you need to listen a guilty. little bit. Guilty as charged. Yep. Him and R. Kelly. Guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> You keep you it up. Were, you you keep put it R. Up. Kelly in the same. When you're in the sentence really? with you. Wow. That's crazy. Just a joke. No. R. Kelly's definitely not a friend of the show. <laughs> no, so. definitely. By the way, according to science, naps are good for you. I'm just, I'm just trying to work scientifically. That's I what I'm naps doing. Naps here as well. No, no, no. Let's no. Move on. Don't worry. Let's move on. <laughs> I have naps in my hair right now. Day. Let's move on. Day. Yeah, yes. Yes, Kevin. What happened today? What's uh, going on? What, 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 how was your day, Ash? My day, my day was good. Any crazy callers? Any uh, flashings of any kind? These I know. No, days? thankfully today was actually a normal day. Oh, yeah, so no homeless nice. penis day. No crazy mm. phone calls. Homeless no, penis. no homeless flashers. I did have oh. some guy yell, "Hey, girl." Hey, girl, as I was walking down the alley. But I get that just a bit. Yeah, I was going to say, how oh, really? I was going to say. Yeah. Is it more yeah. or less, do you think it was like has something to do like with catcalling? Or is it more that you walk down this strange alley and there's strange people <laughs> in it? I think that's what it is. Right, and it's cool, always cool. some weird guy, you know what I mean? And I just have to say, keep walking. Just keep walking. How do you feel about catcalling? Yeah, you, you I'm not that? a fan. I'm not a fan. It makes me feel weird. Really? Yeah. What do you, what do you, uh, what would you prefer if you were walking by, like? I mean, a what's up or whatever's cool, but, like, don't say weird crap. You know what I mean? Like, All right, well, the pr- I know the purpose. I don't know for a fact because I, I didn't create the cat call. Yeah. So I would assume that the, the purpose did? of the— Nope. Just above sure? my age grade. Okay. Just above just, the age. Just checking. I know you're old as hell. I know you're old as hell. Don't worry. He's working in construction. <laughs> Shout out to the guys in construction. Friends of the show. Um, but, yeah, uh, I would assume that when men are cat calling at women— Mm-hmm. It's more or less to, uh, to to let them know that they find the woman attractive. So how would you, granted you're a, a Tegan woman, mm-hmm. but how would you, what would you rather, you see four dudes sitting over there talking to you, what would you rather one of those guys do instead of just cat call? Well, like if he's attracted to me, then just come up and talk to me. Don't yeah. don't shout at me, hey baby, or whatever yeah, true, weird true. cat calls you got. Because honestly, half the time when it happens, I don't think they're even talking to me. I just yeah. keep walking. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that girl. Oh, 
I know you're talking to me. Mm, you know what yeah, I mean? I just keep no. walking. I'm not paying attention. So I love those girls. I'm just like, like, if you really, if you, yeah. if you're interested, cat calling's not where it's at. Just be cool. Walk True. up to her and, you know. Are you grow a sack, fellas? <laughs> Listen, are you? Would you say you would entertain? The conversation, obviously, you would tell them, all right, listen, I have a guy, sorry, not interested, right. whatever. Would you entertain the conversation or would you just shut it down? I would shut it some, down instantly. Okay. I'm gotcha. not trying to get some guy gotcha. to like, work for it yeah. and then have to let him down. Because some, some girls do know. that. I just thought uh, I'd let you know. 30-minute yeah. conversation. <laughs> oh, taking. you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't do it's that. It's not going to happen. <laughs> just remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's That would be messed up. That would be... And then it goes back to catcalling again. He's like, all right, this didn't work, so I got to go back to what works for me. But then again, at the same time, I think some girls, you know, are like, well, I thought he was just being friendly. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a friend thing. Uh, But I think you know. But you, uh, yeah, I feel like you you would kind of know as a woman. You know who else looks friendly? Hmm. Joel Osteen. He looks like a very friendly individual. He does, yeah. You have a problem with Joel Osteen? No, I I don't. Actually, I don't. Oh, cool. Do you? No, I just, I find it a. very interesting that uh we see a lot of i see a lot of joel Osteen, um whether it be uh randomly on uh television when i'm skimming through on sundays and uh i don't actually sit there and watch a lot of joel Osteen, but a lot of people do love him okay and uh, i saw something basically saying along the lines of him saying he's very unapologetic about how much money he's made over his uh span of being a pastor okay but uh a lot of people like he has a lot of backlash for like being uh Selfish, like have you ever heard of any backlash on Joel Osteen about being selfish? Absolutely, yeah. Because uh, I mean, they're worth a lot of money. Yet you never see anything big, you know, in our country about him helping people. I mean, think how many, you know, uh, hurricane victims we've had, earthquakes, wildfires. I definitely, I particularly remember the hurricane uh, incident last year in uh, Houston. The people were going through, and I didn't see much uh, good pub for him, mainly because. He didn't help. <laughs> right, and he lives two hours from Houston. Yeah, he lives. He, yeah, I know. That's also strange. Like, I'm just curious, like, how people feel about uh, individuals that are, are there are supposed to be there for good reasons, and they might be doing the right things by talking to people, you know, spreading positive messages, mm-hmm. or what some people would say, spreading the good word. And in, in turn, they make tons and tons of money. Yeah. What did you say his net worth was? It was, uh, I checked it out. It was, um, I think it's from, oh, wait a minute, 40 to $60 million. Between 40, 40 and 60, $60 million? Dollars? It, it, Where's that other 20? You know, yeah. We think it might be somewhere between 40 That's and 60. That's what I'm saying. I've never really what? even seen that before. It's kind of like a thing That's where so they crazy. just let this guy... Like he can delve in these two areas, like. but he can too because let's think about the fact that a church is a nonprofit. Homeboy doesn't have to pay taxes. There's no documentation. You know what I mean? And you can hide a lot of money with a yeah. nonprofit. Tons. I mean, it says that he like I once again it says forty to sixty million dollars. That's amazing that you can just not have a set net worth. Anyway, um, but must be nice. No disrespect to Joel. Might yeah. not might be a friend of the show. I'm not, I, don't <laughs> watch, I don't watch his though. Um. Like so, I'm reading the thing. It says Osteen was slammed on social media for not donating money to help people in Houston following Hurricane Harvey. I'm not sure if I think he did donate something. I'm not too sure, but I definitely don't think he helped. There's a lot of people trying to line up at the church, mm-hmm. the huge church, which I've I've been to Houston before and drove by the church. It's and it's the old Rockets uh, 
Like, <laughs> the Rockets used to play there. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's where his church is. It's huge. And bro. he has another one in San Antonio. Exactly. And it's gargantuan. And it's like huge. What? And yeah. it fits all these, like, it can hold thousands and thousands of people. And then also, when it holds these thousands and thousands of people, it holds thousands and thousands of checks and money. Like, yeah. these individuals bring on Sundays and so on and so forth. And the other days when they feel like donating. And, you know, I found it was very strange to uh, not be able to let people into this huge church when they're in, uh, in need mm-hmm. like that. Like, Houston was like in a wreck. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, I, I remember one of the things he tweeted was just like, yeah, him and his wife, we're, we're praying for all the people that are affected by, you know, what's going on in Houston. And wow. it's kind of like. What would I'm, Jesus do is Exactly. What I it's wow. just like, I kind of feel like, I don't like to throw the words around, but it's just like, you have this one job, which is, if you're closest to a priest. Yeah, exactly. None. And that's the whole point of And you're supposed to be doing the yeah. right thing in a sense. And people are in need. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like that would have been the perfect thing. Even if he did it for the wrong reasons, I still felt like it would have been the perfect thing to do, which to help people and let people in and so on and so on. It was, uh, that's very strange, I thought, of him. Just- it said he used to earn $200,000 per year from the ministry, which I think that's a great job to have. Sure. $200,000 mm-hmm. a year. You know, who knows what he's doing for the community, so on and so forth. But I definitely know that you see him once a week. So he's there to show up once a week. This is early in his career. Mm-hmm. And, well, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. no so I'm I'm trying to figure out. So are people saying that he's a like a crooked pastor? Like he's, he's stealing money or is he taking money? Or I feel like, like people are kind of going along the lines of greed. Yeah, he's greedy. greedy. And that doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, you know, you're to be a, part a pastor of the, and be greedy. Oh, yeah, sorry, you're no. a part of the Christian yeah. faith. I mean, you know, the teachings of the Bible basically are about helping out those that are less fortunate. Exactly. Yes. You know what I mean? It's a takeaway message. Yes. Tides are for the people. Exactly. And that's what I Usually don't understand. I don't think yeah. that, you know, Jesus ever intended for churches to be bigger than exactly. the faith. Exactly. That's what I was just kind of saying. Like, when you have the old rockets, like, that's building huge. that you said, that's, that's huge. That's like literally thousands of people. And I'm like, Kenny the Jet was in there. Yeah. <laughs> the dream. Like, the dream. Like, they was there. These guys are playing in front of all these thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that all these thousands of people are going to church. Yeah. And, and if you get people to go to church, like, with religion, that's awesome as far as just you, 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 want, you want to be the, better, a be the best person you could possibly be. So, trust me, I'm not knocking the people. Mm-hmm. People continue, continue to go and worship and go to church for the reasons that you go to church for, by all means. And if this individual says things on Sunday to make you, you know, you know become a better person, by all means. Like, Meanwhile, I, there's plenty of churches out there that have holes in their roofs. Exactly. But they do a lot for their community. They do a exactly. lot for the community and so on and so forth. Exactly. I, I can only imagine, like, if the church that I went to in Newark, like, people were in the city were having issues that they wouldn't let people in that that. that, that yeah. shelter and it's just a small church in north mm. but i find it it's just strange but like i said uh another thing they were saying like the majority of his money which remember he makes 40 to 60 million dollars <laughs> i don't want you to forget that yeah uh the majority of his money is from his books so that's a lot of reading um, it's a lot of people that have to read these books as well but then again if you're filling yeah. the rocky stadium yeah uh, i mean i kind of feel like you know so when I go to say, all right, cool, how many uh, Joel Osteen books have been published? Yeah, that's what I want. We do I'm research here on like, Final Forecast. Yeah, just, that's what we do. Like just a list of books by author Joel Osteen, 
And we are at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. These wow. are a lot of books. Oh, he's a writer. 16, yeah. 18, 19, 20. Okay, now I see where the 40 to 60 Yo, comes that's from. That's what I say. Like, once again, it's I, still going. It's still going. Like, I'm <laughs> this scrolling. is like, but I'm not going to lie. He's at, he's at about. He's about 50 books. 50 deep. books deep. That There's is no crazy. change of the, it's 50 books at least. Like, this is uh, I mean, so uh, 40 to 60 million dollars, depending on how much it, I'm looking at some of his books, they cost like three bucks. <laughs> the early ones, obviously, you get to the oh no, all of them cost 379 in this one place. So, I mean, the takeaway you, though is it doesn't really matter how many he published at the end of the day, he's worth a lot of money. You're a pastor, why don't you help out your community? Exactly, that is it. Do yeah. you guys have a problem with? pastors being in the forefront of things like because usually you don't think about a pastor like being you know all on tv or Mm -hmm. everywhere you looking up a pastor us looking up a pastor's net worth and it being 40 to 60 million that's crazy so like what do how do y'all feel about that like he has a a 10.5 million dollar mansion yeah like this is crazy how do y'all feel about pastors like being in the forefront of things as far as like being on TV and publishing fifty books, I mean, I think it's great that he's like you know uh, spreading the oh, gospel. Yeah, as so I say, if you're spreading the good word. You know, I don't mind, but like, is I mean, he doing that though? Ten point. Yeah, I mean, I is think that he's what he's doing, doing in that. his books? And I feel like because he's doing that, in a sense, he's like he's doing it on these days where he's recorded on TV. Mm-hmm. He's doing that, and people are purchasing these books, and they're purchasing, they're they're buying into him. Okay. I just feel like the actions that, don't. And that's what I, <laughs> when it counts. I, right. I don't know for a fact what he does on a daily basis to help out the community. Yeah. I feel I've like I've never some, seen anything in headlines. Me either. Like, and that's what I'm saying. I don't want to make it seem like yeah. a headline thing. Like, oh, if you, if I don't I'm, see it, because yeah. we talked about before. Exactly. If you don't, if don't see, see it, it, it didn't happen. happen. Yeah. Nah, th- he, people do things that they don't have to document all the time. And I'm not saying he, yeah. he's one of these individuals that is like taking or stealing. I just. I lived I wonder in Texas what people, for four years and I wonder did not people, hear anything yeah. good yeah. about I him. I wonder what people think, like, about, you know, this guy. Because I know, like, if, you know, another, like, if, if Pastor or whoever yeah. was doing something crazy uh, on BET, it'd be yeah. $10.5 million yeah. mansion? And, and I don't want— With I a vault inside, probably, holding a ton of cash that's <laughs> for nonprofits? Like, yeah. I just kind of— yeah. I don't know. It's just strange. I don't want to talk about his like character or anything because I don't know. Exactly. I don't know the guy. We don't know what he exactly. does behind like, behind I, closed doors. But a ten point five million dollar mansion as a pastor, something's a little bit off about that. And you don't have to know somebody to know that something's kind of off about that. Exactly. Everybody's human, so yeah. everybody has things everybody they get weak their, about. Yeah, for sure. Maybe he gets weak about wanting a bigger house, and that's one of the things he's weak about. Uh, everybody oh, why come pastor gotta have him a nice car? Uh, why, why? Don't ask. Don't said, ask. Don't no ask. questions. I said, don't ask. No, no questions. Just, just give, give me the money. money. <laughs> pastor, <I'm seeing. laughs> anyway, no, nah, but uh, <laughs> fantastic. No, nah, but like I said, like I, this this section of while I'm talking about this, it's not even to accuse him of like doing anything because. But for, as far as I know, the only thing that he hasn't done, which I felt I disagree with, was not helping the people in Houston when they are in dire need. Agreed. Yeah. Hurricane. Meanwhile, other than that, I don't know anything that he hasn't done or done. I just wonder what everybody else thinks. Yeah. So if you guys are listening, by all means, I'm not bashing the individual. I'm having a little bit of fun with the scenario, but at the same yeah. time, I want to know what you guys think. If you get an opportunity to, just uh, leave us a message. Uh, let us know what you guys think about. Uh, 
Joel Osteen and his uh, net worth of forty to sixty million dollars mm-hmm. in the ten point five million dollar home mansion. Excuse me, not home mansion. And uh, I mean, just let us know what you think at yeah. Final Forecast. Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. You're never there. You know, it's funny. Speaking of which, though, you got somebody like LeBron James, who is still worth a lot of money, but yet he helps out the community, and he's not even a pastor. You know what I mean? I feel like, and even then, like I feel, for example, like in comparison. I mean, if it's entertainment, people are very entertained by LeBron James. So when sure. he does something, it stands out. But I feel like when he started a this school, man, he started a school. You know what I'm saying? But this guy is—it's not like he's some slouch either. Like in yeah. comparison to LeBron James, mm-hmm. I mean, in religious circle, and I feel like the majority of like America, and, mm-hmm. I, and his reach is outside of America as well. But the majority of America is very like you know Christian, Catholic, so on and so sure. forth. So they probably watch Joel Steen as well. The people that like LeBron. Ron to watch him so they know him as well he's very up there as well I just find it strange that like we we see when like LeBron does something and everybody just circles around it you hear the good that he does but you don't hear all of the the things that Joel Osteen does can we just talk about how much LeBron James is leveling up right now he's a boss he's a listen this man started the school he's executive producing a new show called shut up and dribble which is a famous I love it from a reporter that told him to just shut up and dribble because nobody wants to listen to the perspective of an athlete, which is ridiculous. That's like we're like athletes are people. We live in this world, too. Mm-hmm. We have opinions on things just because we play a sport or we have a talent that affords us to live, you know, good lives doesn't mean that we don't live in this world as well. So like this man is like 2018 is year. Year of LeBron, like yeah. You know shout I mean? out like, to that's just what it is. Shout out right to Laura Ingram, by the way. Shut up and dribble. Is that is that who said it? Shut up and dribble. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate Laura you. Ingram. I appreciate you. You might Laura. get a part. You might get a part in this. Laura, I really do appreciate you because of that view alone. We get to get we get more greatness from LeBron and more great things for young individuals to see. So when they they could become better people and and learn to help other kids when they get older and so on and so forth. So, so shout what's out to the Laura. Series about. I'm I'm guessing it's uh, about you know the um, the stances that um, sports figures are taking um, like in the political climate, mm. you know, like um, how he was calling out Donald Trump and him and Donald Trump were going back and forth, yeah. tweeting and stuff like that. It's just it's just the I guess a story about um, how athletes are more than just athletes. Like right. they have opinions on things, they have positions on policies and maybe that nobody listens to or takes seriously because they play sports and people think sports dumb jocks. Usually people mm-hmm. think that. So I'm glad that he's doing it and it's a three part series and I can't wait till it comes out. I'm definitely gonna watch it. I love that he called it shut up and dribble. Exactly. Told me Yo, what that's it's about. genius. That's and that's the shade move I feel of like two thousand eighteen. I think no one will beat it. No one will beat it. Like I feel like it. it's important. <laughs> I'm here for every bit of it. I'm here like, for that. So shout out to to what was all the that smoke feud between him and him and Donald Trump? Do you know anything about that? The Don Lemon interview. Uh, so LeBron he had a chance to talk to Don Lemon. Don Lemon asked what uh, LeBron would talk about if he sat across from Donald Trump, and he said, "I would not sit across from Donald Trump." And he probably sit across from Obama, but we wouldn't sit across from Donald Trump. Donald Trump took offense and immediately got to his cell phone and basically. Uh, by saying calling Don Lemon stupid, he said, "Oh, you made you made LeBron James look smart uh, during the interview." Blah blah blah. Basically, calling Don Lemon dumb, calling LeBron James dumb. 
who he's been known to call numerous people dumb, yeah. Maxine Waters, other people of that nature, all yeah. those people black. Anyway, so um, wow. it just uh, that's been the uh, the Twitter feud more or less, and there's been a lot of backlash from other people. I mean, Don Lemon even chimed in to say, you know, we're. You're, the guy that's talking is, you know, cage children as opposed to the other guy who's built schools for children. So, yeah. like, in comparison, I mean, who's dumb? And, um, like, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah, exactly. Uh, and numerous people, even uh, the president's wife, even you know, saluted LeBron for uh, you know doing Melania? what he's done. Yeah, yeah. she no wants kidding. to. Vi- she said she wants to visit the school as a exactly. part of um, her. I can't remember what the initiative well, act the was to help like children. The first lady, right, helping out the the kids. Exactly. And yeah, but you figure you, somebody's in a Twitter war with your husband, the president, the he's leader of the free world. He's fighting everybody though, so she can't even keep up. Yeah, he's. Do you wonder? I wonder sometimes: here. is he really in charge of his Twitter account, or is no, there definitely. somebody I else? I mean, no one else would say this. Like LeBron James so. was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. So like basically saying, and then like Michael saying Jordan. wow, and then that. Michael Jordan had to like I feel like you forced people. Yeah, why you throw Michael Jordan? He didn't want no part of that. Yeah. I don't, I don't he know. Said I, I got this new thing. He where, said nothing to. Yeah, I don't to like egg that on. I don't like to like bur- like I do like to talk political sometimes, but uh, and I, I just lie. I said I don't like to. Um, but <laughs> liar, but I lied in everyone's faces <laughs> and in the ear. <laughs> in here. So um, but uh, I remember just like reading. That what he said, and then seeing like how much uproar he got from like whether it be celebrity, anybody, just all the people online and just going crazy, like shut up, we love LeBron, and it's like I would just wish people would just ignore it. Like I went through my phone yesterday on my Twitter and then typed in the word well, my name and typed in the word Trump, mm-hmm. and anytime I'd said the word Trump, I just deleted it. I don't want any sight of him. I don't follow him. I don't care. I, I check my politics obviously to make sure you know. No, like you know, just just in case slavery is coming back or something. But like other than that, like I want to make sure, like <laughs> don't be the last I wanna, person. I don't to want know the that. last person to know. That's the last thing I want to know. Just kidding, but still, like uh, I follow like my politics around him. Mm-hmm. I don't follow him if it's something he says that is stupid. Or du- I want no part of it. About- I, I'd rather just ignore him. Period. Yeah. Because I mean. Like no one else takes him serious outside of the like all the big boy countries they don't take him serious. I mean do, they just hire they, don't they though they don't just hire Steven Seagal to be like a, a, a <laughs> communicator. <laughs> Steven Seagal for Russia to talk to our, our to but him. There's some ties like, there. Yes, Trump, I, Russia, yeah, yeah. Maybe Trump, they're getting ideas. Yeah, I know. And and hire Steven Seagal is obviously the, the first thing collusion. <laughs> yeah, of hiding hiring Steven Seagal. You think Trump was like? I love Steven Seagal. By the way, you need to put Steven Seagal. You know what? You know what? I hope the the country get out of these. Hire Steven Seagal. Like, that's not, how you like, counteract everything. That's how you counteract all this this uh, collusion talk. He's but got no, some like, mean moves though. In the early eighties, that was the, the answer to everything. Yes, Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal would answer anybody's question too. Yeah, he's he's an answer. Was I'm like a big the, fan of Chuck him. Norris thing was a thing. You Ultimate know? Yeah. slot boxer of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, he got hands. His hands. Like he'll Patty Cake mind Champion. You, Patty Cake Champion. <laughs> mind you, I've watched at least ten Steven Seagal movies and he's never had a scratch in any of the movies. No. No. Like no one has ever damaged him like at all. <laughs> ever. Two hour movies. I sat there and watched like, uh, Under Siege. Yes. He's a cook. No one's touched him the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. The only time he got like a scratch on him, I think he, uh, it was an explosion. It's like he dove. Like Under Siege 2. Friend, another movie with DMX. Like he's Steven Seagal is a, he's amazing. One question. So, has anybody ever seen Steven Seagal smile? 
Yes, it's like a, when? it's like a half when? like it's like when? it's not even a smile, it's a smirk. Show teeth. It's a smirk. It's like no, of course not. Uh, Steven Seagal. It's like I don't think about teeth. that. I don't know. Nobody's ever it's seen like Steven Seagal like smile like, in any It's like a half movies. smirk. Like his mouth opens a little bit, but not too much because he wants you to let you know he's serious at yeah. the same time. Shout I think I've seen Seagal. him in an interview smile, but Has in a movie. I haven't I, seen actually, an no, interview from Steven. I've never seen an interview from Steven Seagal before. They asked him if he could, if John Claude Van Damme could beat him up, and he laughed in that one. Oh, okay, that's all right. Yeah. That's the same, yeah, that was that. Cool. Shout out to John John Claude Van Damme. For sure. Good guy. JVD. Oh, wow. Did he get My man. fat? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> Steven Seagal looks a little chunky. He's gaining some weight. He's been working, though. Yeah. Been Listen, working. the guy is 60 yeah. some years Wait, old. You got to start gaining weight. Give him a break. If you can't gain weight at 60, at then some, it's over for me. Because <laughs> as soon as I'm point. done, I'm gaining weight. <laughs> I don't care. He smiled a few times. No, he got a couple small chuckles. Often, and, and, but, yeah. Oh my gosh, he's giant. So Steven Seagal is supposed to be working as what with Russia? All right. What is he supposed the to way be they explained it, it's uh, he's a he's appointed to the Russian ministry. Like basically, he can talk to other countries. Like he's like a, a special representative. That's the title. They basically. called him something if, like envoy. If, hang on. If I can see anybody doing this job, it's gonna be Steven Seagal for sure. Like. Who? Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> How about the person that did it? <laughs> we don't know the person who okay, did it before. The person that did it prior. We you, don't know who did it before. Maybe not the, the last my, person, but maybe the person in my eyes. In my eyes, I see... Like yeah, we need a we need like an enforcer dude to go and talk to other countries. I don't, like, Let's I, get Steven Seagal. What is like, it about like these, these like entertainers that like are drawing? Like, well, I love it. Like, I wonder, so, what, is, what is it about? He was named Russia's special envoy to the U.S., which means he's going to be the communicator between That's Russia and the U.S. Which is weird because Putin and Trump. Yeah. Know oh, each other. Yeah. So but why need somebody? But so why is he communicating? Yeah. Why is Steven Seagal? What, like, what makes him qualified? Because Arnold Schwarzenegger wouldn't do it. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's too busy being the governor. I don't California. know. That's a great question. Do you Listen, think? Not to mention Arnold's not Russian, but and he's yeah. <laughs> that's true. But neither <laughs> is Steven Seagal though. Can we just say nah, that? But the, Steven Seagal's been living in Russia for like since 2012. Why? I didn't know that. He like he's uh, he's discommunicated himself from uh from America. Putin actually. Made sure, like he was the one that uh, cleared him to live oh, and nice. be Russian. Oh, like he got him his passport. Oh, cool. It's like this big thing online where he sat across from Putin. Putin signed the papers to make him Russian. Like That's he does a ton cool. of they things. They needed the marketing. And not to mention, you know, the funny thing I find about find, like I find about this is that mm-hmm. apparently he's doing this for free. What? Just tell me anything. You don't think he's doing it? Hell no. I, yeah, you're right. I can believe it. Unpaid. I wow. can believe it though. Come on, man. It's Steven Seagal, man. So he's going to be working with the U.S. officials on humanitarian issues. Maybe I just hold him to higher regard because he was... Because you think the movies like I did. And then when I sat there and read these words, I was like, what the hell are you trying to tell me? This guy is unkillable. He's not... I see him 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 kill many of guys with his bare hands He's not Chuck Norris, but he's uh, he's up there. He's better than Chuck Norris. What? Hypothetical fight, Chuck Norris and Steven Seagal. Who you got? Steven Seagal is way bigger than he is. For sure. Steven now, Seagal would take yeah. Him. No, no, height wise, he's huge. Yeah, maybe you might. Steven well, Seagal is a real deal. Yeah, I mean, what? Maybe not and, you guys. And he could but. do the same moves Chuck Norris can do. Could he? Yeah. Can he? Yeah, he's he could. a martial artist. Yeah, so, but I've yeah. never seen Steven Seagal jump real. either in movies. He's always on the ground, hands to hands. Exactly. He don't need Three to leave the fight. ground. Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, Jean Claude Van Damme. Come on, Jean Claude Van Damme. 
You don't think? He's, no. he's way younger than them, right? But he doesn't count no. either. They're all, they're, he's roughly you their think age. He's yeah, that doesn't count. John Claude, no disrespect. John, John Claude Van Damme does not need to be mentioned with Why not? Steven you don't Seagal. think, you don't respect him? I don't think that John Claude Van Damme is a fighting breed. You don't think he's about that Chuck life? Moore. Really? I don't think, uh, I don't think in comparison to like, the, the the accolades that these two individuals have, Chuck Norris, who's actually yeah accolades, yeah. I don't think For that sure. in comparison that he's of the cloth. So we he can't put him in that same breath. Artist though, but we're talking about a hypothetical fight, right? We're not talking shove accolades, shove yeah. part, shove um, movies aside. We're talking about straight hands. All Who seen, got the hands? <laughs> I actually heard a story about uh, Jackie Chan. Steven <laughs> Jackie, oh, actually, nah, Jackie, Jackie Chan is real life. Jackie like, Chan really got them yeah, hands for but real. Once I've heard, of, I've, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's a story that if you look on the internet, you look on YouTube, maybe there's a story of uh, Steven Seagal and, and John Claude Van Damme mixing like words, and apparently Steven Seagal went to a John Claude Van Damme movie set mm-hmm. and watched him do his stuff and was just like. Very disrespectful and laughed. Ooh, okay, and I think John Claude Van Damme took it very personal, and they were they were all, it was an altercation in which Steven Seagal was who got folded. Wow, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if it's a real thing though. Like you just hear. I think there should be, we should put up a poll on Twitter for sure. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, let's do that Twitter poll. Who wins? Is it we doing three or just, do, two? Let's do, just let's two? Let's do two. You want to do the two? So what? John, you want to just, John, you John, just yeah, do Chuck, Chuck Norris out of this? Okay, John Claude is solidified. John Claude and Steven Seagal. John Claude and Steven Seagal. Who y'all got winning? S- Steven Seagal is the winner. Like, yeah, I got Steven Seagal. I don't have John Claude Van Damme doing anything. All I've seen John Claude Van Damme do is splits. But listen, he's been in some. That's all I've seen. He was he in blood? You ever seen blood, blood sport? sport? Yeah, yeah. Blood that was kind of that was kind of intense. This is a great movie. It was a great movie. Once some again, good moves in Double Impact too. Once again, I've yet to see. He played the twin I've, brother. I've yet true. to see. True. I've yet to see John Claude Van Damme actually demonstrate his martial arts outside of movies either. True. But I have seen Steven Steven Seagal demonstrate it and fight two people at once. I'm gonna laugh when this podcast gets to Sean Claude. Oh Van yeah, he goes for nature. So I, got, I have something to say. Oh yeah, I got something to say, John. He coming for you. Hands, Remember, Kevin Jones did not say that. Kevin Deshaun Jones didn't say anything. Said you got no and hands. And I would love to see and John Claude Van Damme come up here, punch me in the face, <laughs> and I'll sue him for Yo, everything. Be careful what you wish for. Yes, yeah. listen. Yeah. You never know who, who's listening. Get the cameras ready. I'm gonna say it'll be so. Funny. I'm gonna take the first punch and lay down, and then and head to the bank. Done. Done. I'm gonna head to the bank afterwards. Hey, speaking of, I'll call Rocky Giancola. Good guy He's a lawyer in town <laughs> Speaking of 80s movies and 80s and 90s movies Alright listen This is a sad moment for me Because my man Goldberg From the Mighty Ducks What? He got arrested man For what? For public intoxication Goldberg Goldberg Damn it Man The actor Former no, child star actor I'm about to look Sean that. Weiss Sean Weiss okay. Yeah he was a, time, From right? heavyweights From heavyweights from deep, huh? Good. From the Mighty Ducks, like this was, this is my all-time childhood sports oh, movie right Berg. here. No, come on, man. No. You ruined so he my got, childhood. He got arrested for public intox. To- intoxication, yeah. but a year before that, he got arrested for possession of meth. That'll and listen, take you over the edge, though. If you look at this man's mugshot, he's only thirty-nine years old. This man looks eighty years old in his mugshot. He's only thirty-nine. He's only thirty-nine nah, years old. That can't be no joke. KJ showed us this picture before the show, and can't show we it. did not believe. I was shocked. I they believe didn't it. believe me. I, I was shocked. I didn't believe it. I didn't want to believe it. Like he looked rough, bruh. That's not the word. First of all, when you're in meth, things are 
it's, it's, it's life's gonna be rough from then on. Yeah, it's tough. Listen, so if you guys like Mighty Ducks, that's listening right now, you feel my pain. Bro. This guy, oh, oh my God. this this Yo, is horrible. This I heard of child actors and child stars, you know, growing up and Goldberg doing crazy stuff. A- but like this is wild. Like well, once again, people really got lay off the drugs, man. Uh, Especially when men. you start your career at Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything is <laughs> anything can happen after that. Huh? Uh, that's, that's tough. That's crazy. Uh, you know what? Pee Wee Herman's not a friend of the show. You. Listen, like, but yo, like we're talking about the Mighty Ducks. We're talking about a show oh, called man. Here and Now. D two heavyweights. D three, Mr. Rhodes, Tony Danza show. Freaks and Geeks is a classic. Bro. He was in Freaks and Geeks. Yes, he got some. Listen, he got that. some Drill stuff bit on Taylor? his throat, man. No, I didn't see him in Drill Bit. Classic stuff. Yeah, Goldberg has a, a we decent. That's oh, tough. That's we tough grew there. up watching this dude, man. Like this is what oh. Goldberg. I feel uh, so let down. I, I do. He's from Jersey, bro. It's tough. What did, what would Coach Bombay say? Right, yeah. Come on, you letting down. Quack, 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 quack. I so disrespectful. That's that you it, yeah, that. that is. I'm I can't sorry, Kevin Jones. I'm back. sorry. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, lay off. The I just, pipe, yeah, listen. Yeah, go there, <laughs> chill out, bro. You can't be out here publicly exposing yourself indecently. Oh, this he is. Rough. He looked rough. Like I, like y'all was shocked when I showed you the picture. I was I, just I as shocked you. when I seen it. He doesn't look like. Himself, he looks like I thought it was uh, Aziz at first. Just a joke, people. It's not Aziz. It's Goldberg. Aziz, <laughs> <Sean White. laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But that's how I thought you showed me a quick picture of Aziz. <laughs> I was like, shut up. That's not. Nah, bro. It sucks that he's gone through this. Uh, yeah, this is this is tough times, man. Terrible, hopefully, man. hopefully this experience gets his. I don't know. Maybe hopefully Joshua Jackson like, and the gang from the Mighty Ducks. Can they'll get, get them together. Banks and the gang can get them together. Man, jeez, bro. Emilio yeah. Estevez. Could come through Emilio That's isn't Coach Bombay Yeah I know But isn't is he, he Is he Was he dealing with some stuff I don't know Oh wow. I don't want to I don't, don't want so. to Just brother. put stuff out there Martin Sheen's son it's Martin Sheen's okay. His right. brother yeah. Charlie Sheen was dealing Charlie. with stuff Oh okay okay yeah. Charlie's Emilio Brothers Yes Yes they just Yo changed. I did not yeah. know that Yeah actually changed the his real... name to, uh, to be taken more serious Apparently Actually the last name's not Martin It is Estevez Is it? I thought oh, he changed wow. his last name so... to Estevez Like he legally changed it No no it, it? His last name is actually Estevez Oh shit Right no, I did not right? I did not know that I'm pretty sure that's the way it is yeah, Because sure. I believe the Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen Changed their last name That's crazy mm. Emilio Anyway Sorry, I had to Google it because I want. I don't Sean Weiss, aka yeah. Goldberg, aka your other names from whatever Bombay. else he did. We need Coach Bombay to we come need, back yeah. and get Listen. that Doug whistle and get him back in line. No, kidding. we need the flying V. We need quack, the quack, 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 yeah. Listen, quack, some some needs to happen. Oh, this starts making me reminisce about like kids' sports movies like that. The Sandlot, like Sandlot, you know, like, Little Giants, yes. The Green. Oh man, you got so many. There's so many. But you know what's me. crazy about that? I was going to say this to you guys earlier. Do you remember that movie with uh, uh, Will Ferrell, Kicking and Kicking Screaming? And yeah, yeah. Remember the funny kid that played soccer? Oh, I can't remember his doing name his, in the movie. Doing his Goldberg impression. Um, oh, crap. He was kind of, <laughs> I don't want to say this, sounds so bad. He was kind of funny looking, you know, the <laughs> yeah. blonde-haired kid. So apparently he works at a restaurant somewhere, and people find him all the time and, like, take pictures with him. Yeah. But he's young. He looks like an old dude, though. Doesn't like, really. he's bald. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you talking about? I can't remember his name. Is Sam in the movie? I can't remember what his name is. I'd have to see a picture. Mm. Sorry, you can edit this out. Dave, I feel, yeah. <laughs> I was going like, in the wrong direction. Sam? I feel like we always, like, 
kids' movies are the one thing that stay like in people's minds forever. Like if it's a really good kids' movie, yeah. even if the person gets twenty, thirty years from now, doesn't like it doesn't matter. Like, like kids you icons. Picture of the Sandlot kid. The, no, the guy, uh, the, the the one with the frogs on his face. Uh-huh. So they had him and another guy that played the uh, the who was the main kid of the story in the Sandlot. Okay. Not Benny the, the Jet. The other the, the 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 kid that just moved to the neighborhood. And they were walking and talking to each other, and they see a dude with a Sandlot T-shirt on with uh-huh. their pictures in the front. Wow. So then he's like, oh, we had to stop him and take a picture yeah. real quick. And the guy didn't know who the hell we were. He just wanted to take a picture. Wow. So just like that, that's pretty freaking yeah. dope for me because I, I enjoy the Sandlot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like all those kids' movies, you know what I mean? Makes you feel good about, like, team spirit and, for like, sure. you know, coming into your own and all yeah. that stuff. I don't know. I wonder if kids still feel about movies the way we did as kids. No, because they don't have many, like, movies with just, the like, actual human beings. Like, a lot of kids' movies, like, cartoons, like... Yeah, it's <laughs> like, a lot of 3D animation, like, yeah, a lot, a lot of, of animation. I feel yes. like they look more up to, like, YouTube stars. Yeah, for sure. Like, just you know, strange and Instagram in people than actual movies, which is sad. Which I feel like yeah, is cheating, sad. too, because, yeah. like, these kids' parents are putting money up so these kids can do some stuff. Yeah. A little... Tay kid, like that—that's weird stuff. Kids don't follow these individuals. <laughs> you don't get anything but addicted to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens to the child stars, what do you think will happen to a YouTube star? That's yeah, so exactly. true. Yeah, your fifteen <laughs> minutes is really yeah, only exactly. going to last your fifteen and, minutes. Yeah, exactly. So, good luck with that. But yeah, like yeah, moving man, on from up. child, <laughs> child stars. Speaking of partying too hard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because they do. We were, KJ showed us the coolest thing. It was a porta party. Porta party. Get it? I think this is an awesome idea, by the way. I think we should do this. I'm just disgusting. It sounds absolutely disgusting, though, people. So don't. (laughs) I don't want you to. It might not be the worst hygienic thing in the world. Porta party sounds terrible. But it's not what you think it is. Yeah, it's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. Basically, there's a front door. That's a porter potty. Like a line of them. It it's looks a like line, a row of It's a line. It looks like a row of porter potties, side to side. Mm-hmm. And you open up the door of the porter potty and close it, and then you walk into a rave. Yeah, it's legit a rave. I'm assuming it's underground. Yeah. And it's an underground rave that you're walking into, which sounds amazing and very illegal. <laughs> which is what makes it so which awesome. Which makes it so awesome. Some things that shouldn't be illegal are awesome. But this is actually fun because it's a party. Yeah, because so. it's like an old school speakeasy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You walk into a place you don't expect to like go into a place like that. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if dude was like rolling down like, I really got to pee. Yeah. This looks like a good place to do it. Opens the door and like you're in a whole other world. Have you, have yeah. you guys ever been to a rave before? I've been to a few. I've never been to a rave, uh, I have, unfortunately. Yes. I have as well. And I'm sad about that. You, you it was a been. good time. Yeah, it was <laughs> a really good time. Is that is, is a rave with like the glowing like sticks? All the lasers and lasers and body paint and all that. That's what I picture a rave. There's all kinds of stuff going on though. Like, because usually it's like at a very big open space mm-hmm. and you can have anywhere, anything from like a mosh pit in one section okay. to people that are having glow sticks and having a good time and on the outskirts of everything. So just you can see absolutely everything and anything at a rave. Like true. That's true. It's everything goes. It's everything. Like literally, there's not like I've been in raves where I've seen like all kinds of genres of people in those raves. Mm. And I thought like, oh man, raves usually just like, you know, yeah, not for 
black people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walk in there with a couple of people. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I want to see what this is like. And then you see absolutely everything. Okay. Half the time, people aren't even, not half the people, but there's a small people, bunch of people are, are not even there for the music. They're just in there, just there. They're just around. Some people are running around. It's just like random, yeah. like it's chaos, like almost like. But it's so much fun. It's fun. It is fun though. I, I've had a, I had a good time to say the least. What Especially is, if you like to watch a DJ actually spin. Yeah, that was yeah, one of my favorite exactly. Parts Which was fun. Rave. That yeah. was fun. Is that uh, what what kind of music is usually played at techno rave? electronic? Techno. Is that it? Anything like, that you no, would that's go, I've ever like, for example, if you would go to like. Not a like, let's say for example, we didn't go to a hip hop festival. Even a, even a hip hop festival, like just the way that they mix certain music, it is in a sense like that. Like you can, you got your DJ up there, you'll hear all kinds of music. So white people rave, black people go to fest- hip hop festivals, or is that is that the? I you can see like, a lot of black people. As I was say, I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying like like you know how some people say barbecue, some people say cookout, right? You know, like is it something like that? Like a certain thing makes it a rave, and I a certain no, no, thing no, no, makes no, it a rave is a rave. A rave is, that, is a rave. Okay, I'm not okay. comparing it to. I'm saying okay. like as far as music wise, okay. you can hear like hip hop music at a rave with a different background of a beat, maybe okay. like it, it'll just be like what we would call like maybe fist pumping beat, okay? Or it, it'll be house music, or it'll be uh, whatever other music. Mm-hmm. It's not just Flat out hip hop Like mm-hmm. that sometimes But you'll get hip hop Like you know Artists and so on And so forth in there Like you'll get so, a lot Of ASAP Rocky And a lot of Like yeah. stuff like that But like a festival Is a festival yeah. Yeah. You know when you're in a rave Okay yeah. All right. You walk in a rave You're like oh shit This, this is a rave This is, this, <laughs> this is what they were Talking about This is what they're Raving about This is what they're Raving about This is what's going on I went through that Phase know, at so. high school I actually had You remember those Like big baggy jeans Like the kickwares Yeah Like I had those Like I wore those In my rainbow bright T-shirts Man I was such a weirdo now that I'm thinking about it. Candy colored bracelets, the whole nine. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, that. you were about that life. I was about that life. Well, that was for another about reason a year. why I stopped going to raves. Really though. Into it. Why? Because there were like a ton of high school people sneaking into oh, raves. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like, and I was like maybe like a sophomore. It's just like, was there somebody carding? There wasn't no carding. No, you, you like, you just walk You just go in. Oh, okay. So yeah, you just dangerous. sit there, you're like, uh, she looks like she's 15. Yeah, exactly. That's dangerous. Yo, in Ser- I gotta get out of here. When I was in, <laughs> when I was in Serbia, I was in the club. And I remember being in the club with some people that look like they should be in high school, like yeah. 14, 15 year old. And I'm like, yo, I, like I don't know if I want to be here. Like That's this the thing is about crazy. overseas is like very different to me. Is like I've been to like uh, numerous clubs, and there's like clubs where you go to, and like they let the kids go go like go in like. Like 16, 17 You know what I mean mm-hmm. And you forget like They're kids bro Like people were in there Fucking running around Yeah Tag, tag. I'm like, Yo, bro, are you fucking kidding <laughs> Playing me Playing tag in the like, club I'm over here like a, I got a drink in go my seek. hand <laughs> These dudes are in there like hey, hey, hey. I'm like Yo Hide and go doing? seek Behind the section like, yeah. like, Somebody game check of, the kids somebody out Somebody Like the fuck is going on That's like, wild So you gotta figure out What clubs you can And can't go to And so on and so forth So you don't have to Run into that like Cause you can almost like Some kid is like Run up your damn hills I'm like yo I'm getting ready to kick This <laughs> fucking dude's ass And then you look It's like a kid like, like Relax Like You feel like you're Someone's father In a club So granted I am a father Anyway there are um, more clubs In Europe It seems to be more Of a European thing Than an American clubs. thing they You know clubs. what I mean Yeah I feel like we I, have I think it's the same If anything it's the same I, We're bigger In certain I guess that's <laughs> so true We have more I feel yeah. like I think that I think that like Kids overseas get exposed to, to stuff earlier. To stuff earlier, like I see, like some drinking. laws are like sixteen. You can start drinking. Mm-hmm. Some, Kid, I think it's like that are, for a majority of kids it. are yeah, smoking cigarettes. cigarettes. Like that's a real big thing that's over a big there. Thing it's no smoking kidding. cigarettes. Like, I'm talking overseas. about like 
very athletes, big. Athletes, very, very big. Dude, kids, like, though. Kids, and athlete, you know yeah. the thing about it is, and they don't hide what no. hide it, the cigarettes and and like the kids don't hide cigarettes at mm-hmm. all. They they go purchase them and buy them, and they got this thing like you go to buy cigarettes, they show you exactly what happens to you if you continue to smoke these cigarettes exactly. like in the front. Like you'll see what it looks like with uh, your your throat just gets ripped out, oh. your lungs, it, your, your heart, lungs, like, your hearts, and everything. Like what your heart looks like on smoking a cigarette, and it'll say it on the box, and people just go pick them up. Like nah, I don't give a fuck. Wow. Yeah, for real. They try to. They, they, they try. Like they I feel. Try I think best. like it's like law. Like you have to like you know let them know. Mm-hmm. And they, they people are like oh they're gonna buy the shit anyway. We yeah. can just post them like this exactly. and they'll still buy them and they do. Wow, that's Wasn't so that crazy. crazy. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it was a kid blowing cigarettes. Please, they show me that. But <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know? Cigarettes, please. Apparently, it doesn't work. <laughs> they have those, I don't like, think they. I don't think they ask for like that. This is like crazy though. Like, <laughs> please. So for example, my house, my house that I stayed in overseas. If I were to walk down the stairs in my apartment and then, like, uh, it's a complex. So, like, you know, it's like a one road in, one road out. Mm-hmm. If I walked out to the main street and it's to, right to my left, there's a box where you could put, a, like, a euro coin in mm-hmm. to buy a pack of cigarettes. Wow. Like, they're just out in the streets yeah. everywhere. Like, I went to a club before. Like, club, it was early. It might have been, like, 11 o'clock. And uh, we're like, all right, cool. We're not. We can't go into this club at eleven. We're gonna probably go in like around twelve thirty, one o'clock. But we're out. So it's another building right next to to the club where we're like, oh, let's go in there. We walk in there. It's cl- the kids from the university. So we got kids from like that are sixteen to about like twenty twenty years old. Mm-hmm. The, you can't see in there because they're all smoking. Really? Like you can't see in front of you. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why I think that's crazy, but that's a, I just that's the culture. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't think anything it's is not wrong normal with it. to them. Yeah, it's yeah. normal yes. to them. I mean, I get it. Like, Listen, you know. I've been now, in. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the underage drinking thing doesn't bother me so much because I've had friends that are from Germany and you know places like that where you're allowed to drink and your parents actually give you alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they don't have the binge drinking problem we do because they've been allowed to do it. True. So they. So it's not like, woo! I'm in college. They experienced I'm gonna go crazy, it. You know. Like, like the rest of us did. <laughs> For sure. That's yeah. what I did when I first started drinking. You got to earn your first hangover. Right? You got to earn it. I mean, that's that's an American thing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we're drinking is cool. And, and I'm not knocking them. Do your thing. No, yeah. I mean, I felt like when I was overseas, like, the kids were cool. They were mm-hmm. calm. They act like adults. Yeah. They're not like, you know, for the most part, besides the guys playing tag in the club. But, like, like everything was, like, very chill. Like, I... It's just I, it's different because I'm not from there. So like right. me seeing it is like exactly. it's but from a different perspective. It's not like a negative like oh they shouldn't be doing that. Like it's just more like oh this is what they allowed them to do. This right. Is nice. But I feel like in my opinion at least I don't know how you guys feel about it. Exposing children to things like that earlier prevents them from going crazy when they just get out there by themselves. Yeah. yeah. You can say that. So do you think um, American kids are kind of sheltered? Do you think it would be better if we expose them to like a little a little bit of that stuff I earlier? Wonder, I wonder do, if that's like that's think? not even a thought process anyway. Like we have so many people anyway. Let's hold these people hostage as much as we can and then let everybody out for the race. And then, and then let everyone Perth make style. their mistakes. Perth let everybody style. make their mistakes. You're going to have some kids that are going to get too drunk and they're going to get DUIs and get in trouble and then they can't get jobs and there's going to be other people out there doing this and that. 
driving drunk and they're not going to be able to get jobs and or worse they might kill themselves like, I feel wow. like you, you think know, that's the mindset I don't know if it's the mindset I mean that's the way it looks I <laughs> it's just like, you know, from experience like, on, go ahead yeah. <laughs> you can't do this until you get to this age but once you do it once you once yeah. you get this age go ahead yeah like, and they know like there's a gap line where individuals are not going to be near their parents and they know that these individuals are going to be drinking and doing things like they know when kids go to college kids are going to find a way to get alcohol and get drinks because they're away from their families they're away from you know superiors mm-hmm. and they also know that these same kids that are away from superiors also have to answer to the law now yeah. so like what's the what's the first thought process when you like left your your parents house shit i don't have anybody to tell me what to do not realizing if you make a mistake, it's not your normal regular mistake with your parents anymore. See, my it's parents jail. weren't strict, <laughs> so I didn't sure. feel that way. Like, I'd already been drinking in okay. high school. You know what I mean? Mm. I kind of like, when I went to college, it was time to buckle down, get yeah. good grades so I can get a good job. Uh, yeah. That was the opposite for me. Very opposite. More so, like, I probably had in total two drinks in high school. One my junior year on a visit, and another one uh, my senior year. At a, a, a friend's party, mm-hmm. and I literally just had one drink when I was there. I guess that makes sense, though. You guys are athletes. Yeah, and I didn't drink until I, I, I was twenty-one years old. Nah, nah. Well, you fuck about being an athlete. <laughs> yeah, like I just like goes, oh, like it just wasn't your thing. It right? wasn't my thing at the time, mm-hmm. only because I didn't want to show up to my house ripped and oh. then have my dad de- destroy me. Yeah, true. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm not gonna drink because I'm not trying to get in trouble. But when I got here, I said, fuck that. I'm drinking, and mm-hmm. I got. I used to get obliterated. You too, KJ? Yeah. I didn't drink until I was 21, the legal age. That's really? when I had my first drink ever. Good for you. Yeah, that's a You know what's crazy, though? Like, I had my first And after that, I, had, I was lit. I had <laughs> my first drink. I was on campus for maybe eight hours. I had my first drink. I had a Mad Dog. <laughs> oh, drank, Mad Dog. Yeah, mad Dog, Orange Jubilee, Ooh. and I hurled in front of mm-hmm. Peter Pitt. <laughs> and threw up up and down the street with all orange <laughs> going around that corner around that bend right with Peter Pitt shout out to the Peter Pitt yeah I don't think anybody show. great Peters I think everybody has a mad dog story there is no I doubt don't. in my mind I have really? a mad dog I never drunk mad dog I stayed away from mad dog I, I seen what it did to people loco. and I didn't like it Ooh, I drank a four loco like in two What's minutes it? once and I, I sat down on the curb for about <laughs> ten minutes four loco that's crazy yeah it was it was yeah this is right around the time when they were like Legal, yeah. I mean, they, they don't sell four day. locals. They do now. I mean, okay. they were. There was like an illegal legal period or some shit like that. I never noticed that they were ever illegal. By the way, I heard the rumor. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. That's probably the same rumor. Yeah, rumor. Yeah, I was. Seriously. I was living through a rumor. But, but what I was saying is, like, whenever I was in high school, there were you know kids that I went to high school with that were very sheltered. They're, you know, they weren't allowed to go to the parties like the rest of us, and mm-hmm. not that I was necessarily allowed to go. Mm-hmm. I just got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, when they got to college, poor kids were flunking out, you yeah. know, who were really smart. Yeah. But that's because they went buck wild when well, they got to college. Exactly. And that's what concerns yeah, me. Yeah. You don't experience these things. There's a lot of things you don't experience. Like, I mean, if you got a kid that's sheltered, and like, in high school, and then yeah. you send them off to college, and you end up sending them to a party school. I mean, geez, Louise, bro. Like, the most important thing at, at, to some guys, not all guys, but majority of guys coming into college is sex. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to worry about that going on. If he's never had any of those opportunities, you got to worry about your grades. You got to worry about your, your social setting. And it's not, like, there's a lot of things. And if you're involved in other things like sports or your fraternity, who knows? Like, the li- you, you can get a lot of lines blurred on what's important and what's not 
I think just get thrown in the mix of it. Sure. I think it also depends on the kid too, like how impressionable they are. Yeah. What you know, what they've experienced before in in, in high school, and that's that's why I think maybe you should probably ease like around fourteen, fifteen, have more and more talks about maybe sex or drinking alcohol. Like, listen, if my if my kid wants to have a drink, like. Around that age I would rather him Do it be with me Yeah Be yeah. with me And just exactly. be like Alright son We'll go downstairs We'll we'll have one drink So you're not curious Because curiosity Is it the worst thing you. That's exactly. that's what makes people Want to do it the most So now it's like Oh I, I see everybody else Doing it Now I, I drink it It's not all that Like I thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. I'm good Until exactly. I, until it's time Exactly you know? And you know my Not that my parents Ever condoned The drinking thing But it was like One of those situations Where they just knew Yeah And my exactly. mom would be like Look if you need a ride You need to call me Yeah You know what I mean Which I always felt Comfortable doing Exactly You know I, know, I feel like it's weird With parents and kids Like the parent Grew up spoiled mm-hmm. And they're like oh, I don't want my kid To grow up spoiled So then they make sure They don't spoil their kid when a kid gets an opportunity, get, like an opportunity to get some money or something, they're going to try to spoil themselves because they grew up differently. That's I so feel true. Like, yeah. I feel like kids always, in a sense, do a little bit opposite of their parents with certain things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, my dad doesn't drink. Like, he never drank. So, like, alcohol conversation would never come up in my house because we never really had to worry about it. My mom would drink a little bit, but no one really drank in the house. So, like, my so first drink, I was like, oh, yeah. They, yeah. It's like, oh, my first drink I had when I was, like, a junior in high school, I was like, it was disgusting, but I had a good time. Like, and, I was like, uh, and I didn't do it again for like a year. And I was like, uh, it was all right. Like, I, it's not that big a deal. But it was only because I didn't want to show up destroyed in front of my parents because it's like, you know, they rarely ever drink ever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want to have this awkward conversation with my parents about how dangerous alcohol is when I've only had two drinks. That's then right. I fast forward and I'm like going at it now. Like, yeah. I get the cannabis and now I'm going at it. So, like, it's, I think, like, it just. I feel like, like Kevin just said, if you, you get a chance to get a hold of your kids at, at the right age and you can sit down with them, I swear that kind of you want to have that open relationship with your child so that they're not just overwhelmed by yeah. something that's so small. Exactly. Like, alcohol is such a small thing that, the you know, for, for in life, like, it's, the, yeah. it's, it's really small. So, like, you get a hold of them and let them know how small this thing is and, you know, walk them through things. Yeah. You can save yourself or your child, your child, a head, like a uh, less of a headache or a stress in the future. I feel like. absolutely, and I think that's relevant for everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like think about how you were in high school, and then when you got off to college and you were on your own, it's like, oh my gosh. Maybe it's not the same for you guys, but yeah. like you know, now I'm paying rent on my own. Exactly. Now I'm yeah. doing this, and I got to pay this, and I got to do that. Yeah. And I like at one point was like, I don't know how to adult. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. I guess everybody assumes that everybody's going to be okay, but that's not necessarily <laughs> the truth. Should be fine. Yeah. Now, literally, I had no idea about a ton of shit, and you just all of a sudden it's like, uh, you know, if you don't do this, like you're, like, I'm like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No what joke. Um, like, <laughs> like, I'm not going to say about all kinds of stuff. Like it's crazy. where my sister works. Um, where she works, there's you know a bunch of kids straight out of college okay. who have started working there in this certain department. And, you know, they found out how much money they're making a year. So they're out there buying cars and buying houses, mm-hmm. whatever else. They get their first paycheck and they're like, oh, this isn't what we agreed upon because they didn't realize, this is no joke, that you have to pay your federal taxes, your state taxes, your insurance, your Medicare, Medicaid, mm-hmm. like all this stuff, you know, Social Security. They had no idea that they took that out of your paycheck. They assumed the salary that they agreed upon is how much they were going to clear. Yeah. 
Like, isn't that insane? Yeah, that is insane. insane. How do we not teach our children this? Yeah, we don't no. have. Do you, do you remember a tax class you took in high school? Uh-huh. No, definitely. That's not. what I'm saying. Like, you like do you? I feel like I think I remember I how like to write class, a check in high school. Yeah, that's all I, I got shown. Maybe I really how to balance like a checkbook. Some yeah, of the exactly. things we teach the kids in school, like. Not preparing taxes, them for life. Not preparing for life. You know, the kids need to know about taxes. Kids need to know how important it is to vote and 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 how to register and all these things. Like they should be le- le- learning these things. I mean, driver's ed is very important, but yeah, and you know, sexual education is very important. Uh, sure, you know, certain things that are going on in school are important, but like I feel like <clears throat> a kid can sit there. If you don't like science in high school, mm-hmm. I don't think you're gonna go to college and go. I'm going to be a scientist. (laughs) So, like, I feel like certain things, like, they should be, like, what people want to do. Math, I feel like you should learn math. But I feel like in certain parts of math, you need to learn the importance of your taxes. So then why can't there be... federal tax and what what how state tax and how... I feel like when kids are... You should learn everything you need to learn about voting. I feel like voting is super important. I feel like... Kids should know who their their politicians are in their cities and states and so on and so forth. I feel yeah. like that's very important because especially when you send them off to college now, like these are adults, mm-hmm. like they're getting ready to, you know. <laughs> exactly, they, they but I think that's also future, I, right? so, like, that's another issue. Kids hmm. are unable to think critically anymore. It's all about like it's almost mob mentality. I believe everything that my friends believe. Yeah. Instead of doing I, it like and researching it for myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that's and it's not saying, just I, kids. Yeah. It's pretty much everybody nowadays. But if you but. give them that option to like you know, I think the only option I had in my school, I went to a tech school, was just like picking what uh, my vocation was. Right. Exactly. Other than that, all the other classes are like you have to show up to these classes. I think that there should be a mandatory elective that every kid has to take in high school, and it's like an adult class. Like, I mean, that what? Is, <laughs> it teaches you everything. The SATs now is uh, obviously different than when I was in uh, in high school. So what? They have three sections, correct? Still? I didn't have to take the SAT. Well, ACT, is it yes. two or three sections? I thought, oh, my God, it's been so long. I don't even remember. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if it's only those two or three sections, there should be three mandatory classes the kids that ha- they should have to take. Right. That's a good point. And in anything else, like... I feel like everything else that, like, whether it be history, mm-hmm. whether if you, I mean, you should want to know about your history regardless of the case, but maybe even history, you can keep history. But there should definitely be three classes they should be, like, mandatory to take. Mm-hmm. And then anything else within those three should be, like, an objective. They really want to do it, they Let should go ahead and it. do it. Let them have it. If they sure. don't, they don't. But as long as they can get into college with these three, those three uh, topics, whether it be math, English, writing, whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. That should be the three ones they are, that are mandatory. But teaching these kids about taxes, about how to how to t- like how to balance the check, like how to balance their accounts and mm-hmm. checkbooks and freaking debt, like that's important. I feel like because exactly. sooner or later, like some kid, like not every kid gets to go to school on scholarships. So when they go to school, they got to understand, like, yo, I'm taking in a ton of debt. Exactly, and that's that the other thing too. I don't think I graduate. that a lot of kids like, understand that either. Because you don't know anything. Because you never had this kind of money. You never had like to worry about that kind of stuff. Your parents and the credit card companies stuff. are sending you a bunch yeah, of stuff in the like, mail, and you're like, but, "That sounds awesome. I want that five hundred dollars." Yeah, you kidding me? I get to spend this and then pay it back later. <laughs> yeah, not thinking later great. is not later. Later, it's yeah. like in a month, bro. Like, yeah. So like these are a lot of people do teach their kids this stuff. So shout mm-hmm. out to those parents. But Amen. like, sure. But there's like. There's so much going on in school. I feel like there's just so, 
So who does the That's responsibility scary. Who does the responsibility fall mostly on Or is it like a shared responsibility Between the school and the parents I think it should be a shared it's responsibility It's always a shared responsibility like 50-50 It's yeah. always, yeah. Like, it's always a shared responsibility class, But like for instance Learning how to budget This is yeah. how much money you make a year yeah. When you go to the grocery store Your mom needs to take you And show you how much groceries cost You yeah. know what I mean And that exactly. files in yeah, yeah, yeah. What is your gas bill What is your electric yeah. bill All that gets figured in So it should be like a shared responsibility yeah. Where they both teach you yeah. How this works It's always going to be A shared responsibility When you're dealing with Someone else's kids It doesn't matter What the scenario is Like the, Their I mean, teachers during can do certain, it on their own Exactly They can yeah. do it on their own as well But mm-hmm. at the same time I feel like I'm trying to think Of the classes that I had And, and Like I mean English is important Math is very important In uh, English we learn writing So like That's writing I mean History Is important to learn so, but I had more than four. History. But that's what I'm saying, though. But I those are more than four subjects oh, I that I had <laughs> in school, and it's like if you just make three subjects mandatory and let the kids pick those other subjects, and then you teach them the right things within, like I feel but like see, it I would think be that's better. The problem: a lot of the electives were like, why astrology? I mean, it's cool and all, but does really anybody need to know astrology? I don't know. Like, there's just certain electives that I don't think were that necessary. I think I took a oh, chess class. You talking about college? I'm talking about high school. High school, oh, yeah, like yeah. we didn't have like. No, so y'all have, think like, like, um, <laughs> high school should take on more of like a college kind of a, coll- a preparatory for college, yeah. Yeah, preparing the kids to go True. to college. Yeah, True. and even yeah. even so prepping turn, kids to go into yeah. life. There's a lot of kids True. that go into life right out of high school. Yeah. Who have no clue. No exactly. Clue. Yeah. Like, and now I mean, kids are staying with their parents even longer, longer. because they mm-hmm. are getting these jobs and buying cars and stuff like yeah. right out of. High school, like my like that, school. No, you my don't school need to do was that. A, a tech school, so like kids were going to learn like how to be mechanics, to learn how to be electricians, and so on and so forth. So once they graduated high school, they go right into their profession. Mm-hmm. You still got to learn about everything else that occurs in life. Like yes, they how far they go think, in debt before they, they figure exactly. it out. Like imagine like how much like a kid that like was a he's working to be an electrician, and after he graduates high school, he gets his electrician license, so he could be an electrician. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he doesn't have to go out and work for somebody right away. Yeah, maybe he can start his own business, and he knows how to balance things and so on and so. Like these are things mm-hmm. you can learn, like along the way. I mean, I'm not saying it's not that easy to just start your own business, so on and so forth. But I'm just saying though, I feel like we didn't have enough in high school that prepared us for that. Right. Even our parents can help. My parents helped me a ton, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff I remember from school and that I don't need. Well, no, <laughs> like, no I just, but like, I feel like, like as you become an adult, you kind of take for granted the things that you know are just normal. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So when you go to, like, think about teaching your kid about it, you don't really think about it because it's just so mundane at that point. You know exactly. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, my kids know you have to pay bills. No, no. some of them do not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, like, what? Working. We thought you were going to pay our they're bills. Our exactly. like, you know they, how that's much anxiety know. That, that, that's the anxiety, man. Yeah. Like, once I graduated college and I was completely on my own, I freaked out. Didn't help that I graduated right in the recession either. Yeah, but like, that never helps. No, but. but it's like, oh my God, nobody's hiring me. And, you know, yeah. I graduated magna cum laude. Like, I'm no dummy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a shock. It's a shock to the system. So anybody sure. out there listening, if your kids are in high school, time to teach them how to adult. Exactly. And budget and exactly. all that stuff. Help and the, the world kids. will be better for it. Exactly. Very much so. All right. All right well... Covered a lot today, man. No, we definitely got we through definitely a lot. Of, we got through a lot of stuff today. You know, I'm yeah. not. I'm very. I'm very happy that. Uh, yeah. We talked about some of the things we talked about. We got around to Trump. 
I mean, uh, we got around to LeBron. Excuse me. LeBron, Trump. Trump Steven Seagal. We, we touched Seagal. on a lot of different... <laughs> we did. Kids yeah. movies. Kids Steven movies. Yeah. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. Came out of nowhere. Goldberg from Mighty Ducks. We, <laughs> we just parties. Co- yeah, we porta parties. We covered porta the whole parties. spectrum. Yeah. Whatever you guys wanted, that's what we got. Yeah. Next week, ACDC. Just joking. <laughs> um, anyway, but everyone, I want to... Let you guys know you need to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Final Forecast. Leave us a message or give our give our uh, podcast a review, and you'll obviously have a chance to get a shout out from us next week. So, you know, subscribe to our podcast, and if you haven't already, uh, you're being a loser. I'm just joking. <laughs> Thank you guys. I appreciate it. I'm hey. Deshaun Butler. I'm Kevin Jones. Uh, we love you, Ash. You have anything you want to say? That's me. No. I, 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 was say, I don't think she yeah, wanted to say that. But anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my bad. One, one more thing. Hey, shout out to everybody that got us over a thousand. Yeah, sure. Clap it up. Clap it up. Listen. Listeners, man. We really do appreciate you yeah. guys. I wish John would appreciate it more by showing up to work. Exactly. But once again, he's ungrateful. He's one of the Kevin Jones are and Ashley are not. We love you guys. We love you guys. We're no we'll never We're turn no your back on you. We never turn your back on. We'll never turn our back on you guys, man. We love you. And we obviously know that you love us a little bit. Just a little bit. And we out. And we out. Peace. (laughs)